Welcome to a Better Fucking Life podcast. I'm your host, Amber Capina, and we're going to dive into many different topics and give you tools so that you can have just that, a better fucking life. What's up, spiritual people? Today, I have one of my dearest friends with me, Chelsea, and she has been such a light in my life. We have done tons of healing together. We have deep talks on a regular basis, and she's one of those people who really brings in the connection of spirituality into your physical well-being, which so often we separate our spiritual nature with our physical wellness, whether that's nutrition-wise or fitness. And one of the gifts that Chelsea has is really bringing those together. And so I wanted to bring her on so that she could share her lovely perspective and so that we could just have a deep talk in front of you guys. So Chelsea, why don't you just tell a little bit about yourself, your background, who you are, so that people can get to know you. Okay. Well, hello, spiritual people. Uh, my name is Chelsea Schellenberg, and I, gosh, I have been on a journey of health and wellness and self-discovery for a while now. And I think where it really began was I had um, I had an eating disorder and it started when I was about, I want to say it really was triggered in grade nine, like high school. I'm from Saskatchewan and high school starts in grade nine. I don't know how it is in Alberta. Not um, grade nine. <laughs> we don't have middle school. Okay. <laughs> it's elementary and high school. Um, and so it really, yeah, it really started in high school and I found myself comparing myself to others and I was a dancer and so always looking in the mirror and just being commented on your body and it was and not that I was in a really toxic environment, but it was just, I think the nature of showing up in a leotard and tights and hair needing to be a certain way and makeup. And so it's all around appearance and even the type of movement, it was like, you're following someone, you're doing what you're taught. And so it was this, I don't know, I guess it was just like this way of always being told what to do, being told what you need to look like. And then things just start to spiral out of control. I remember specifically one of my dance teachers saying, that she was so obsessed with my legs. And in that moment, I really made that mean something. And I connected that to, oh, there's a lot of significance. I'm actually getting a lot of this right now. There's a lot of significance in the way that I look. And so I need to, um, I need to keep up with this. I need to keep getting these compliments because that made me feel really good. And if I'm not necessarily getting commented on the way that I'm doing things, they're commenting me on my appearance. It was always like, I have long legs you know, I have long legs, I have long legs, a short torso. And that's like the ideal ballerina body. And so it started by cutting out sugar. And I remember it just getting worse and worse and worse and restricting. And, um, like I was so small, like I was so small and so unaware of how I looked. And my parents were really, really concerned about, about me. Of course. Like, yeah. like, yeah. So it was, it was quite the journey. And then I got into 
university right out of high school, and I thought I wanted to go into like uh, what was it? Um, international studies and major in development because it was like my dream and passion to just like change the world. And that didn't work out for me. <laughs> and so I, um, divinely I, didn't work out for you. Yeah. Very divinely. I have very, very many divine interventions in my lifetime. <laughs> I'm going to let my rational mind take over. Um, and then I, yeah, transitioned into a couple different programs. Nothing worked. I went traveling for a year. While I was traveling, I got like really sick. Like, you can say shit on this, right? You can swear. As Great. Much as okay. You want. I I shot <laughs> like probably at least at least ten times a day. Anything I ate, it came right out me. Which like, I mean in the mind of someone with an eating disorder, it's like, this is great. Like, I have nothing to worry about. And your body's like, I'm And your body is like, what the fuck are you doing to me? It's hot. It's sweaty. You're in the sun. You're in the ocean. You're eating. And then it all just, like, is expelled out of you. Sorry for, like, the graphics. <laughs> Actually, it could be a lot worse. Um, and then I got home, and I was like, I'm not meant to be here. And then eventually I moved to Edmonton, and that's kind of where – um, I think my healing really took off. Like I did landmark in 2013, which is, I don't know if you've ever talked about it before, but in my group like, programs, I have, but not on my podcast. Yeah. It's self-development like, program. Yeah. yeah. And you, you've done it too. And I guess that's where like the self-development really started. Um, but I've always battled with my body and my mind being like, I'm not good enough. I'm not pretty enough. I'm not fit enough. And I think let's like even just start going back to like the dancer. Mm -hmm. It's such a great example of we take an art form and then it becomes this unhealthy expression mm -hmm. or this unhealthy expectation. And really like dance is so healing. And so, mm -hmm. you know, just fast forwarding bajillion years is you took that like art form. And so one of the things Chelsea does is she leads this guided movement. That's like dance mixed with, uh, I might butcher what you do, <laughs> but like dance mixed with different types of like fitness exercises or strength exercises with sometimes a little bit of like yoga work and heart openers and all these beautiful things but you moved it into like a healing expression. Yeah. And I think that I know so many people that I've worked with who've had these, you know, dreams of being a dancer and expressing themselves mm. physically, but then somewhere along the way, there was an impression that caused them to feel not good enough or that they have to be a certain way in order to be good at it or to be accepted instead of it being this like divine expression mm. and unique expression of okay. each person, each body, each way of movement being perfectly divine on its own. Yeah. That's really beautifully put, and it, and I think that's the thing is like movement is so healing, and to to really come back to that because I took my yoga teacher training in 2019, and before that I um, had a career, a professional career, and with Soul Cycle teaching spin, and that was like my goal, and it did encompass so much of that, like the music, the community, like I'm like the, I love community. Mm -hmm. Anyone knows about North and South notes? I have a South node in Gemini and North in Sagittarius. So I'm good with community if you know anything about that. Um, so com yeah, community movement and music has been like a passion of mine. And so I was like, I'm going to meet this goal. My life is going to be complete. I'm going to be on this like stage and this podium. 
and work for this really big, really big company that's well known. And it was like, again, chasing significance of like looking a certain way. And so I achieved this goal and I was expecting like rainbows and butterflies to like fall from the roof every time. I feel like this is how most people feel with Mm. like, I'm going to achieve this and I'm going to feel a certain way. And then they get and they're like, that's it. Yeah. And they are like, this aren't, aren't I supposed to feel differently? Yeah. And this is like the whole spiritual connection that you pull in is, Mm. and even just in healing journeys and anyone who listens to this, I'm assuming would have a drive to become a better version of themselves or to, to feel a certain way to feel fulfillment. Right. On the last podcast, I said like lots of people are successful. Very few people are fulfilled. Very few Mm. people feel joy and passion and, and ease and flow throughout their life. Mm -hmm. And then we do these things, we hit these goals and then we, we don't feel the way that we desire to feel. So then we chase the next thing. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. And I think there also is something to, I mean, like obviously take the lessons Mm -hmm. and like find out what it was that you loved. And I did love so much about it. And it was like a part of my purpose and like everything happened so divinely. Like we're going to say the word divine. You also had the awareness to pause. Absolutely. You're like, what did I learn from this? What was not fulfilling? Right. Most people go to the next thing. Well, maybe this is the right answer. This will make me feel better. This will fulfill me. But like taking that, if you're, if this is like a cycle that you can recognize in your life of I'm achieving something and, and, or I'm doing something, this is like, I'm hitting this and I'm not feeling what I think I'm supposed to be feeling. Take that moment to pause and ask these questions. Cause remember clarity is where you get all your answers. Clarity is what gives you like the the momentum to heal and to move into the direction that your soul desires, not the ego or the wounds or the significance mm. and all of that. Yeah. And for me, I know that like action, action breeds clarity for me. Mm-hmm. And so that's like, I've always just been this doer. So accomplished that goal, figured that it wasn't it, came back to Edmonton. I was living in Toronto at the time, came back to Edmonton and I was like, I'm going to go and take my yoga teacher training. And it was one of the most transformative experiences in my life. Um, the relationships, the connections, the people that I met were life changing. And, um, yeah, I, I gained so much from that. And that was, that was like a point in which I, didn't really know what my next step was, but my mind and my, yeah, my mind and my soul opened enough for me to see and remember that this is a part of my journey for a reason. I was meant to be there. I didn't even know how I was going to get the money to go, but like God had me, God had me show up there somehow. Oh, and Chelsea, um, she is such a great example of like in the, in the last episode, Chelsea, I talked about like challenging your belief system. Mm. So I'm like, we so many people have a story of like I don't have the time or I don't have the money, mm-hmm. and you have to be willing to challenge that belief system, yeah. right? And make it a must. Make it like I don't want I don't want this. I don't. It's not a should for me. It's like I have to create this. I have to experience this. Yeah. And you're such a great example of like I have to make this happen and mm-hmm. finding finding that miracle and and creating it, becoming resourceful. Yeah. And so, just a just a reflection Thank for you. you there. Thank you. And that's like, that's been like the lesson that's been in my face, like the last month, last two months when I've, I'll get there, but I like jumped off a cliff and dropped everything. And I was like, I'm going all in on myself and like miracles show up. Mm-hmm. Like miracles fucking show up. It's in like the but most you have to be wild all in. Like, You can't be like a ha- fucking one toe. Totally. Yeah, yeah. And you have to believe it and trust it. And like, not be willing to go back into your old patterns. We were talking about this morning. Um, 
yeah, so just rewind a little bit. So did my yoga teacher training. We're actually doing pretty well with keeping on track with this, the timeline. <laughs> Normally I'm like, squirrel. <laughs> um, so did my yoga teacher training, came back. And I was in like a low, low. I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. I was working at an ice cream shop. I worked at an ice cream shop. It was actually the hardest job I've ever had in my life. <laughs> you know what? You liked it at first. At first. You but then your wrist got sore. Oh my God. I feel like I got carpal tunnel. <laughs> I worked with a friend and we were like, oh my God, I have a photo of my hands. So I was like, hardest job. I was like, I taught 18 classes at Soul Cycle, but like scooping ice cream was harder. That was in a week, 18 in a week. So like another reason why I was like, not okay. So experience major burnout. Um, so anyways, I, yeah, I just took some time to, I guess, like integrate all the healing and the work that I'd been doing and do some soul searching and live through some really hard, dark times. And then of course COVID hit. And I think both of our minds were open to so much that we didn't, we weren't ever exposed to. We didn't actually ever see. We may have had some inklings. I think that you maybe had more of an intuitive knowing in terms of what was actually going on in our world. But that was like a major wake up call for both of us. And I think like a major wake up call for the world. And so it was like, I'm not, I'm not playing the matrix anymore. Red pill, blue pill. I'm choosing red. (laughs) It's just like what this is where I have to do a podcast on timelines Yeah, because I really want to discuss, you know, the timeline and what you choose to become awake to or what you focus on. That's the timeline you become awake to and your consciousness can shift timelines without you really being aware of what timeline you're in. Mm-hmm. But that was a moment where we decided to, to become awake to the timeline where we didn't have to follow the rules that everybody else was following in regards to, you know, working a nine to five or living in these patterns or living in fear. And that life, we came home to those beliefs of like, what is life meant to be for us? Yeah. And that's really what happens when you choose to escape the matrix is you're like, you're like, what is my soul telling me to do? And not the programming, not the, not the outside beliefs or the theories and the, the, the belief systems and the, and the thoughts of other people. And how can I move centered into my truth? Yeah. Break free. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah, so I was working, I was serving and I was like, I have this dream and this goal and this vision and I want to teach this method that was like burst. <laughs> it was like dropped into my brain one my one day and I was like, Hey, I gotta do this. I don't know when it's gonna happen, but I'm gonna do it. And then I remember you practicing it on my front lawn. Oh yeah. 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 That was that was a memory. <laughs> And so this summer I finally decided to launch it and I was like, I see it being launched on a rooftop. Like I want to teach it on a rooftop and like, just like be wild and free with like a DJ and, and everything just lined up so easily. I was like, Hey, I'm just going to email them to see if this, this is available. Done. DJ done. Great friend of mine now. Um, yeah, it was amazing. Yeah. And so that was when I really started to trust my own wisdom and like the wisdom and that I'd pulled from the different modalities that I've, um, trained in. And I was like, Hey, I, I'm ready to go deeper in this. And this is really what I feel like I'm being called to do is like connecting the physical body and spirituality in a way that's like easy for people to comprehend and connect to. And I mean, like for me, fitness and health, like I have a background in it, you know, like I've healed this eating disorder and 
I really, really like I trust my body and I love my body and I, I know what feels really good to me. And I actually had this, this belief that fitness and health and wellness and like the fitness world, there's no way that I would actually want to enter that because it's not really aligned with my values because it's not spiritual. And I have become quite well, you spiritual. Be the creator exactly, of that. exactly. And I, I had that, um, I had that moment of, wait, I get to decide how this is for me. Mm-hmm. And there is a direct relation, a direct connection to this. And I can be the one to bridge that for people. It doesn't have to be, you have to be spiritual or you have to be a CrossFitter. Like I did CrossFit. I loved it. It was so meditative to me. It was a way of connecting to my body and connecting to the strength. And we have these different um, like doshas in our bodies, fire, water, earth or fire, fire, water, earth, fire, fire. There's Ayurveda, but there's also like, there's all these different archetypes and they are all encompassing of the earthly elements Mm -hmm. and we have all of them, but we are prominent and dominant in some and less than others. And it's like, it's okay to want to do those things. And it's okay to like be spiritual and like to go to CrossFit. And And I think that's also such a good point for people. If you don't know about the elements, take the time to learn Mm. about the elements. You can read a personality book called the five element theory. Um, I can't remember who wrote it. Donna something. And, um, find out your elements because you'll move into the space of like, Oh, I'm super fire. So I like fast movement or I'm really water. So I like more flowy, but then also you can find out the elements that you aren't super dominant in that help can help balance you physically, mentally, emotionally. Um, but, but one of the things too, that I think is so beautiful is like you live in, in so many, you know, you go to these places, fitness classes or whatever. And you can have those moments. Like I remember Jesse, he always shares this moment that he had in one of his spin classes. Mm. That was like this spiritual awakening. And he like, Oh, I swear to God, every time he tells a story, he's like moved to tears and he cries. Mm. And so then when he started teaching spin, he brought in his spiritual nature. And so one of the things that, um, cause we're, we're getting close to our wrap up time. But one of the things that I want Chelsea to, to express to you that I know I could talk about because I love talking, but I also <laughs> le- love letting, her share her perspective (laughs) is um is the how movement moves energy through your body right Mm -hmm. and so like in our traumas and in our wounds energy gets stagnant Mm -hmm. and so we forget that like movement heals Mm -hmm. that movement can bring you like you had that contrast of being in the eating disorder so Mm -hmm. really not listening to your body's needs to bring that bringing so much awareness of like what your body's needs are and helping you tune into your body helping you you know gain that body intelligence and then also how it just amplifies your spirituality so Mm -hmm. if you can take a few minutes to to express your experience of how movement has healed you energetically emotionally and mentally yeah um I mean, for me, like movement is everything. Like movement is a way of living for me. And when I truly, when I truly live that and allow myself to be that, like I do feel, I feel like a channel and we all have that. And I think that it's in this day and age, like majority of society sits at a desk and we Mm -hmm. click on our computers and we're hunched over and our hips are getting tighter and tighter and tighter because we're sitting all day and our bodies aren't meant to sit. And Mm -hmm. Even if you just if if you're sitting right now, pay attention to your your posture. Like, where are you sitting? Like, where is the energy going? Because 
really like when we're you're stuck. we're getting stuck and yeah. you're getting bogged down. But if you, if you just sit up, you put your shoulders back, you become like this channel. Like, it, oh, I just want this rush of right? energy as you're talking. Yeah. And it's like, it's, it's as simple as that is just simply changing your state. Changing and guide them position. in how to move their body right now. So wherever okay, you're so, sitting, Chelsea's going to tell you to change your position and listen to her words very carefully. I want you. Okay. So if you're sitting and you're not driving, I want you to stand up. And I want you to intentionally place your feet on the ground. I want you to feel. I'm gonna do this, so just don't mind my okay. blanket. Okay, this is great. I'm gonna I'm gonna coach you through this. So I want you to stand, close your eyes, feel the balls of your foot, the heels of your foot, your toes, all placed equally into the ground. Now I want you to roll your shoulders back and connect the, your tongue to the roof of your mouth. And I just want you to feel what you're feeling. So when you get really present to the energies around you, get really present to like the sensations in your body, that's when we get to connect. Now, this is just simple. You may have been sitting crouched over, feeling low energy, feeling maybe lethargic. And just by taking this one moment to stand up, to root yourself into the ground, to Mother Earth, Mama Gaia, and then standing, standing tall and straight, and like aligning your um like the structure of your body, your skeletal system, it like creates this opening in your root uh sorry, I know your root chakra, your um crown chakra. So it's like you're now this vessel to receive. And so you can do these movements from this, like you can different do any kind of movement standing in this position, but it's just from changing that, from doing that one simple thing. And then it's like you start moving your arms, that shifts something. You start moving your head, that shifts something. You start moving, like doing squats, like that moves something. Um, but our bodies are so wise and so intelligent and they know that we're not meant to be sitting all day. Mm-hmm. We know that we need to be moving. We know that like our bodies are meant to be in action like we're not stagnant creatures and so when you really allow yourself to do the things that feel good go for a walk like it doesn't have to be crazy you don't have to go to a crossfit class move your body walk like walk and stretch and open your hips our bodies hold on to this trauma our bodies like hold on our bodies are like sponges and they've lived through every single experience with you yeah, your nervous system holds on to everything you've ever touched, everything. tasted, smelt, saw, experienced. Your nervous system holds on to it all. Mm-hmm. And movement is such a great way. Like there's a lot of um, – in my programs, I get them to do lots of shaking. So like when we're experiencing emotion, I'll get them to stand up and do like ecstatic mm-hmm. dancing or like shaking because shaking – if you ever look at an animal, if an animal gets into a fight, yeah. if you watch its body after or if an animal gets scared, it'll shake its body and that's it regulating mm-hmm. its nervous system. Oh, that's fascinating. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and animals. Um, yeah, so like movement, like when I say movement shifts energy, movement shifts energy. If you want to open your throat, like throw your head back and just open it up, like open it up. <laughs> you know, it's like we overthink these things, but right. and you know, and you might even notice too, like when Chelsea asks you to connect to the sensations. At first, mm-hmm. you might be like, oh, I don't feel anything. Yeah, it's subtle. Like so it's so subtle. subtle. And and as you hone this awareness and as you practice 
you begin to develop, you attune yourself to like fine mm. energies. And when you open up your throat, you might find, oh, I feel tension here. Yeah. That's a sensation. That's information. Yeah. All of the sensations you feel in your body are information. If it feels tight, if it feels sore, if it feels uncomfortable, maybe you're feeling tingling or warmth. All of this is information. And the yeah. more that you practice, even like she said, just standing and allowing your body to be grounded and feeling your spine be straight and open, energy flows differently mm. through you. Totally and then does. when you move your body, like she said, you'll feel energy flow differently. And if it feels stagnant or imbalanced, that's information. Yeah. Yeah. And then the last thing I want to just touch on is nutrition and like what you're putting in your body. Like, are you putting in poison? Literally, are you putting in poison? Stop the poison. Stop the poison. And like eat real foods. Like it's like eat, eat whole real foods. Like yeah. it's and drink water. Like, drink so much water. Did you know most people are chronically dehydrated? Oh. Zero idea. Oh, I don't doubt zero it. <laughs> if you – and I'm so attuned to my awareness with my body mm-hmm. that if I have one thing of caffeine, if yeah. I don't have – four and a half to five liters of water, I'm fucking dehydrated. Like my body's extremely, extremely sensitive. And there are people who drink caffeine like three or four times a day Mm -hmm. and thinking they're fine. If you have fatigue or you get energy loss, you're dehydrated. Yeah. If your skin is dull, you're dehydrated. (laughs) Oh my God. Absolutely. And like, if you, yeah, if you're drinking, there's nothing wrong with coffee. Like, I mean, I wouldn't, Starbucks, sorry, wouldn't go to Starbucks. It's pretty damn toxic. So, like, if you're drinking, if you're drinking Starbucks, like, maybe consider give yourself some grace, but yeah. stop it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's toxic. Uh, there are better options out there for you. Look for organic. way better tasting. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Um, but no, like, yeah, give yourself some grace, but just be mindful of what you're feeding and when you're eating and like why you're eating like something what, that's been what so sensation huge. the food gives you yeah it's like something that's been so huge for me is when I was <laughs> when I was working at the ice cream shop I had some <laughs> nights where I'm like comfort eating emotional eating pints of ice cream and then I'm like okay hey, Chelsea what do you actually need I'm like oh yeah I could probably give myself some comfort Ooh, really yeah. so it's like really like check in like what, what are foods you, do you crave in certain emotions yeah it's yeah. like what does what does the bag of chips give give you what do the french fries give you like and I mean, I'm not saying like I love potatoes so much. Like you and I both love potatoes, yeah. but like but there's a difference better. between deep fried fries totally. and potatoes. Yeah. So it's like instead of McDonald's, five guys or something like central social. <laughs> plug. <laughs> Shameless plug. But no, like it's opt for the real foods because I'm reading this book right now. It's called Eat Smarter by Sean Stevenson. It's amazing. And I recommend it to anyone. But there was a study done and it was processed food between whole foods all they did is take two sandwiches oh yeah this is really cool yeah one was processed cheese with white bread the other was a whole grain bread with um like a a real a real cheese (laughs) and the study showed that after the person ate or after the subjects ate the processed food they had a drop in a drop of 50 percent of their caloric um, burns, like their metabolism dropped by 50% after eating the processed foods. And they were the exact same um, nutritional like values, like same fat, protein, fiber, calories, super refined. refined. Yeah. So it's like, we, we have the ability and we have the knowledge. We really do. Like it's, it's everywhere, but it's just really tuning in. Resourceful and checking in. Yes. Checking in with your body, asking yourself questions and then just like being consistent. Consistency is key for anything. And 
um, really like being committed and maybe it's like 2022 is your year to like commit to my health and vitality. And because stop doing the same shit like the last episode. If you haven't listened, go back. <laughs> <laughs> and like break the pattern, like break the pattern. If you need help, um, get help, get help. And I, I'm a health and wellness coach and I'm taking on one-on-one clients. And so if this is something that interests you, please reach out, send me a DM. I love chatting all things, health, wellness, spirituality, life. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'd love, I'd love to, I'd love to support you and be your guide. And yeah. Yeah. And Chelsea's so good at what she does. And I feel like you need to also work with people who feel really good Mm. and who people who are like compassionate Mm. and who are, who get like the emotional mental nature of it. And I think that you're one of those people. And one of the things that I lastly want to talk about, because this is what I teach in my programs is your nutrition completely and directly affects your spiritual natures. It affects your ability to be intuitive. It affects your ability to feel energies. Mm -hmm. Okay. When you pop an Advil, that does not just numb the pain. It numbs your sensitivity Mm -hmm. to take, to feel the energies. Also Advil is super fucking toxic. And, um, (laughs) (laughs) not sorry. And just, that's what the way it is. And, um, and your food and the things that you consume, can either amplify your spiritual nature, mm. your spiritual gifts, your ability to sense and feel energies, or can dampen it. I am not one of those spiritual people who's like, sure, you can, you know, do psychic readings or do whatever, and then eat chocolate bars and chips and donuts afterwards. That that like that to me is just it's out of, out of integrity. Mm-hmm. And so when you really hone into like, I want to amplify my spiritual connection. When your vessel is clear, when you get the body out of the way, your spirit mm. flows through. Oh yeah, and that's like. That's something that I've been very, like, very aware of is like when you, when you are all integrity, like when you're into integrity in all areas of your life, like everything just works. And this is in the healthiest, most beautiful, loving way. Okay. Mm -hmm. This is not restriction, pain, suffering. You're a piece of shit if you don't do it. This is like pure love, pure integrity, body intelligence. And it's just developing a deep respect for your body and getting the support you need to take care of yourself. Mm -hmm. So again, if you have any questions, you can find Chelsea on Instagram. Her Instagram is Chelsea Victoria. If you don't have her, go to my Instagram and search her. You'll find her. (laughs) somewhere on my page and do this and it'll help you have a better fucking life. Thank you so much, Chelsea, for joining me and chatting. I feel like we could talk for 10 more hours. No, thank you so much. And just, yeah, show your body some love today and thank you.